What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 256. On this episode, I'm joined by Skinny. We talk about the Patreon, Merch Shop, Beats, DMX, Paul Pierce, Pornhub, Speakers, Electronic Dab Rigs, Healthcare, Deshaun Watson, QAnon, Pow Out, Baseball, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? And we're joined by Skinny. What up? What up? What up? On the rare Monday appearance, yeah, on the podcast. Um, so everyone that sees or talks to Snappy, give him shit. He got called into work last minute, wah, wah, wah. and he had to work from about the time we normally record until close. And so I <laughs> said, "Hey, we'll just get you next week. We'll figure it out. Uh, we don't have nothing to talk about anyway, so might as well just we'll just fucking just fucking kicking it." Right on. Um, so anyway, that's what happened to Snappy, if anyone's curious. And uh, if y'all aren't familiar, Skinny is on the music episode. He appears as Skinny Motherfucking 5000 over there. Geo. So go check those out. There's actually one new one of those in the whole month of April. And then there's going to be one best of music episode coming out this Friday. Wowzers. And then um, eventually we have to record the Internet Friends 3 podcast special mm-hmm. for the end of the month. So Indeed. Uh, be on the lookout. But Skinny will be doing extra overtime on the podcast this month. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I got to mention our Patreon. So patreon.com slash podcast with Mo. You can go there and give any amount of money and get early access to the podcast. For instance, that best of episode you could already be listening to. Um it's definitely worth it. You know, all the fans think it's the best. And uh, we also have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com. Oh, real quick on our Patreon. Fuck, I almost blew right past it. I get so excited with skinny here. Uh, right on. I got to mention the producers. We have my mother, uh-huh. Hurricane Haynes, Marshall Dharma Initiative Bear, and it's your boy h2.com um, as our newest co-producer. And then we actually have a new patron now, I don't want to get too excited because the last time I thought we had a patron that, that was someone I didn't know, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck yeah, fucking strangers give me money. You know, I don't even know this person. Right. Um, and then it turned out it was like Snappy's fucking brother in law, right? And I was uh-huh. like, God damn it. You know, um, anyway, the name of this new patron is Jackie Daytona. Ooh. I don't know who that is. It might be someone I know and that's like an alias. Um, mm. but they joined in at the, they'll get early access. So they get the one time shout out and, um, you know, maybe it will be worth enough that they'll want to up that or they're Ooh. like, they really believe in us. Um, but again, you don't have to, we will take the dollar a month from anybody for you to get early access. I think it's totally dope. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And, um, then I have to get to the merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast. Mo go there, get a cool podcast. Get your swag on t-shirt. Um, all right. I guess uh, something else since I'm just talking links. I have a beat sale this month, 33% off with code IF3SELL. So if I have an exclusive <laughs> that's like $200, you could right now pay $130 for it, I think. Something like that. You the math man. <laughs> so think about it. Um, I would love to sell some exclusives. Not that I'm making a lot of beats. You know, Skinny can attest to this. He came over the other day. Normally we do beat making Mondays. Mm-hmm. You know, that's our like weekly thing. Yeah. And uh it's a good time, but man, this last week just was not productive. Ooh, yeah. 
It happens. It happens. Well, you got it. You got a shitload of beats anyway, though. That's true. I look <laughs> at it and I'm like, and that really, I've been going back and messing with ones that I don't think are that good. Like mm-hmm. I just take them off my store and then I redo the melodies and I add a little sauce on the drums, you know, some new stuff I've learned That's since. Sauce. And uh, I'm like, oh, look at how cool this shit sounds. So <laughs> I think eventually I will do that with you all my old beats, but it just right. takes a while to get to get to them all. So you got quite a few, man. <laughs> think about it. It's a to the mo dot stars dot com. Um, all right, lots of shit happened this week. Not really, but a few things. But the biggest thing happened the day of us recording, which was a DMX. Dive. Oh yeah, and that is pretty crazy. Now I know most of the people are very sad, and my take is going to be opposite, and people are probably not going to like me after my take. But I get it. He was a legend. I think he was very good. And if he died two years ago, mm-hmm. I would have been like everyone else, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Right. Right. But um, when we had Minx on this podcast a while ago, and also I followed her and a few other people that were covering this all through the pandemic there was this thing called the block 360 or the block 365 or what it was exactly and this guy by the name of big trill who basically put together this thing that artists let him use their likeness and in their instagram accounts dmx was one of them and then they were swindling artists and rappers like me like at my level mm-hmm. out of like 500 dollars, you know oh, okay. and was just and was basically just stealing money and then someone like jadakiss who was you know one of those people uh he was on some interview and he was like haha shout out big trill keeping the money rolling during the you know like so people know they're they're ripping people off you know and so like oh, i got you no one i know in particular you know like personally got uh their money taken but I know people who know people, yeah, it's right? Up. And so I just think it's kind of fucked up. Now, I know he was an addict and all this shit, but I just, it's hard for me to respect anyone who could become that famous. And so the people I know it is, is that DMX uh, said Jada, because I think Royce the 5'9 was affiliated, but then when he realized what was going on, he, I think, spoke against him, but I could be wrong. Um, you know, maybe he was, you know, all for with it or whatever. Uh, what's it? Benny the Butcher guy was one that came out. There was a whole list of them, like Bow Wow, uh, well. there's like 30 of them right the uh minks and this other person on instagram i wish i could remember their name right now but i think they've probably been shut down um they were calling all these people out and then their instagram accounts were getting shut down because they were you know these rappers are getting pissed off minks just got her shut down a day all right so like it's fucking it's crazy and uh i just i don't know it's hard for me to respect these people again you know what i'm saying like right. that they're like let me go take 500 dollars off this fucking person doing it as a you know their side hustle. i don't know i just don't like it but I'm sure, you know, artists do all kinds of crazy, stupid, horrible shit. Probably way worse shit it. than that. And, you know, pretty, like. It's pretty fucked up, though. R. Kelly was fucking kids, you know? So it's like, mm. we compare them. Of course, yeah, DMX is all right. So maybe I shouldn't be too uh, harsh on the whole ordeal. But um, anyway, mm-hmm. DMX, <laughs> cool. I don't have the connection that a lot of you know like a lot of people on my twitter is like the first album i ever bought was a dmx album that was not yeah it's not been, me either i'm not like a big connection like that either i mean i remember the rough riders anthem yeah that's know? my shit uh, yeah <laughs> uh i don't know what chris rock movie that was that it was in was that like uh was it the one where he came back as a white dude old white guy oh yeah i remember that movie fuck what was that, no, that movie, movie but he did that up in here on that one yeah, I feel like he did. <laughs> he did that one in there when they had that. Would y'all? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I know that's weird. Like when I think of DMX, I think of yeah. the Chris Rock movie where he's an old white guy. But the movie's great. Uh, everyone should go. Belly was a badass movie though, for sure. Yeah, I saw people talking about Belly today. That uh, shit was good, legit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he had he had some cool stuff. I 
I never loved the barking. You know, that was always a thing that I was like, I don't know that barking <laughs> shit, bro. But he did have represent the the like uh black barker sort of thing, you know. I think he was probably the first rapper to kind of have that thing going for him. Like he'd wear a leather yeah. vest like Stone Cold Steve Austin or some shit. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, hell yeah. <laughs> Small detour there. Have you seen this new Tide commercial that has Stone Cold Steve Austin? I have no ice. It's great. It's some fucking the the gist is this new Tide detergent can clean in cold water better than shit does in water. So they have vanilla ice and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they're running a hotline calling people. Yeah. And I was just like, what a fucking combination! Actually, no, no, it's iced tea and Stone Cold, and they call vanilla ice. No. So iced tea. Stone All the cold, cold shit yeah. with the cold names. Okay. So anyway, very punny. Y'all be on the lookout for that fucking commercial. It's pretty good. Go YouTube that shit. Um. So anyway, originally DMX was on my list to talk about all of his shady shit whenever he just OD'd, but he was still alive. But everyone mm-hmm. was saying he was dead for forty eight hours, and uh, then today he died. Yeah. So then I had to be like, well, I feel bad for bringing all this up, but that was just my thoughts on it this whole time of like everyone's sad, but I think he was scamming people like last year, and so. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have Minks on again sometime soon. And uh she has you know, she's getting a little bit, I think, in the QAnon shit too, like H two was, you know, when he was on here. And I told her, I said, Go back, listen to the H two episode and come on and tell me the crazy shit. That's what people Some want. Some V for Vendetta shit going on. <laughs> Hell yeah. My problem with V for Vendetta is it made that goddamn mask popular. I don't like that shit. The guy bombed Conger like fucking european congress not european uh england congress yeah <laughs> uh, because he like was so religious or some shit but they used in the movie like he was like an anarchist but that really wasn't what he was like the yeah. original guy the mask is based on um, yeah, and anonymous started using that shit it was using yeah that but shit. anonymous is pretty fucking dope I like they're fucking wicked <laughs> i hear anything about fucking uh anonymous um okay the other thing that happened before dmx it was way cooler was the Paul Pierce thing? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, well, hell yeah. Uh, so Paul Pierce, for anyone who doesn't know, was a former <laughs> basketball player for the Boston Celtics, and then he played for the Clippers and maybe the Wizards as well at the end, and the Nets, of course. Uh, but anyway, he worked for ESPN as an analyst, and uh, I'll be honest, I don't think he's that good as an analyst. You know, I've watched him; I just always think he came off as awkward. He never kind of got comfortable in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they like lost any great talent or anything. Right. But he went on Instagram live smoking a blunt while he had strippers twerking and shit behind him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, now Quarantine I can't. Thick. Hey, like, yeah, I mean, me after work and me at work are two different people. I totally understand uh-huh. you, Paul Pierce. Come but come on, animal. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so anyway. I thought it was fun. Uh, he got fired. You know, that sucks. Uh, but apparently he got <laughs> offered. Off. They said from a very famous porn site. So it's probably Pornhub. I think I'm the only one that exists anymore. <laughs> and uh, they offered him like $250,000 a year to be their NBA analyst. <laughs> and so like, if he has like a fucking TV show on a porn site somewhere about basketball, it'd be, it'd be funny as fuck. That's um, crazy. I need to be more than 250000 but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's quarter million dollars a year just to fuck around some strippers talking about basketball. I think it's all right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Paul Pierce has, has a lot of money, I guess. Uh, so we'll we'll follow that. We'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> what I understand about uh, I need to really look this up because I think I brought it before and I don't really know. But I remember a long time ago reading a story about the guy who created Pornhub, and he isn't like a big porn guy. He was just a computer programmer that was like, well, there needs to be a YouTube for porn," and then he did it. And then he has slowly, with all the money he makes, he just started buying all the actual porn companies. So, for instance, like. 
if people were showing like the Bang Bros videos, he just went and bought Bang Bros so they wouldn't sue him. So he owns them. And then he bought all of them. So now he owns all of the porn. So then all <laughs> the shit on Pornhub, he just owns it. And then they just showed their own shit, but then put ads on it. It's just fucking crazy. This one guy like did it all. But I think they like destroyed the porn industry because he owns mm. it all. You know, it's a big monopoly. Bro, that's a fun fact. So. <laughs> so, uh, someone needs a double check me. Someday when I get my, you know, like how Joe Rogan has his Jamie. Uh huh. Someday when I have that person, oh, to, exactly. Oh, yeah, pull it up. <laughs> well, it probably won't ever happen. Also told Coopy, um, I would. I'm gonna cancel this podcast probably by episode 500. It'll probably be the last one. Um, if that doesn't blow up by then, and she was like, "Well, that's still like a really long time away." And I was like, "It's that. It sounds like it, but you know, it'll be here before you know it." Right. So everyone's been warned. Blow this podcast up. We're out at 500. <laughs> Um, uh, that gives us about a year and a half or something. <laughs> and I might make another one. Who knows? Um, right on. There's been lots of negativity on Twitter. It's my next little note here. Uh, I saw a lot of people just saw people were bitching about shit, you know, and then it mm-hmm. makes me this thing. I don't like about it. I am a negative person and I enjoy being negative. But if I, I can't go on Twitter and be negative, if everyone else is. Because then it just makes it seem like you're copying or, you know, you're trying to call people out and shit. That's the shit I stay away from. <laughs> right. So, like, there's been this little mini drama. And I know some of the people involved with this, in this podcast. I'm not going to use any names. Um, but there was, like, this mini drama that happened this week. Right. And I was like, God damn it. And it all seemed like everybody was. I mean, everyone had the best of intentions. Right. I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people take things the wrong way. And I've known about these issues forever from both sides and so i knew it would happen but it was just like god damn it we're out here making music you know y'all just need to fucking calm down so anyway i try to make a tweet about subtweeters and seen that it was uh not about speakers unfortunately and um i got some speakers i i wish i still had speakers in my car well i have an a speaker and one little bitty a it beats Right, it does. It does for sure. Um, I'm excited to hear Internet Friends three. Uh, See, so, you know, when you play that on there, let me know what, how it is. Um, when I was in high school, before like you know, I had any money or a job. I mean, I had some jobs, but I had awesome speakers in my car. And since I've been like an adult, I've never invested any money into real speakers. But I know I would love it. Mm-hmm. So maybe someday. Yeah, mine was a little cheap little setup, a whole little little cheap little package, and it just little little eight inch sub package, and it was pounds like a mug. I, so I dig it. <laughs> right, and you don't really need to like I at, in high school I thought always thought you needed two because it made sense, right? Mm-hmm. Left and right, like everything else. But now that I make beats, I know for a fact a sub you are always gonna you're gonna line that as in mono. It's gonna hit right down the middle. You're not gonna go left and right with this, so you would never need. There's not a need for a left and right sub. Yeah. I mean, you can have it, but you it just, really doesn't make want sense. more bass and shit. <laughs> right. With the more rattle. <laughs> really, the reason I've never gotten one, I think, is I've had a dog as an adult. And I'm like, well, I don't know where I'm going to put the speaker because the dog hangs out back there. My car doesn't have a trunk. It has like a big, it's a hatchback. Well, see, mine is if I got my third row seat. So it's a little bitty thing. It doesn't take up very much space and everything. Space saver. Hell yeah. And my little bitty, and little bitty amp. And it's all tucked away. And, yeah, I could probably put mine where my spare tire is. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, there's where my, my amps is where my, where my jack would be at and stuff. And it's like, it's tucked up there and you can still mess with the controls if you needed to. But it's all pretty high, much how I hit away and small. Hell yeah. Um, I 
I might look into it someday. Probably not. I'm just going to wait, you know, until this podcast blows up. Then I'll buy a car with our in this awesome system once we're in dreamland. And um, yeah. Well, that's cheaper than those speakers that you got now. Right. I mean, <laughs> it was like, it was a whole set. It was like 256 bucks. Yeah. These speakers are way more expensive. Than I that. know. But I didn't have to install it. You know, I just hooked them up. That's the core. I, if I get a Wolfer, I will put it in this room. I will not put it in my car. <laughs> so even if I'm like, I want one for my car. Um, and I have looked them up and they're very expensive. The one I, ones I've been looking at. Right. Uh, to get it to work seamlessly with these. You know, I mean, I can get like the old school kind with the crazy old wires and I could have. Well, you already invested in some good shit. Just have the good shit keep going. <laughs> right. Um, just got to start making the beats. Uh, I am also considering, and then we can go into this. You you won a contest. So you've recently uh, got your medical card. Right, right. right. So you're finally uh, going to those dispensary stores. And yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's a good time. You know, it's a good time. But yeah. you won like an April Fool's Day drawing, which is really funny because you would think you I know. wouldn't believe them. I know. I didn't believe it until I walked in there. <laughs> I yeah. was like, it better be real. <laughs> And so uh, you won this like re- like three hundred dollar electronic v- vape rig, right? So uh, if people don't know, if you ever listen to, like my music or we talk about a little bit on here, uh, dab rigs that's like our yeah. shit. Yeah, me and Skinny are, are dabbing it up all the time, oh. big boogers, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this thing, you like put it in like a chamber, and then you put a lid on it, and you hit a button, and then it gets to the right temperature, then it turns a different color when it's ready, and then you yep. hit it, and it's uh, you. You don't waste any. It's like super conservative. Uh, it is definitely awesome. Right. Those little Evo boosts, like by Dr. Dabber. It's fucking Evo um, boosts by Dr. Dabber. Right. So I have to, you know, look those up if you like. I'm eventually going to have to get one of these electronic rigs. I didn't think I'd want one um, because I have heard people say that it's just very similar to like doing the carts. But mm. I would say it is not at all like doing the no, cards. Yeah. <laughs> well, it probably depends on what kind you get. I guess it's, it just depends on the what kind you get and everything. Right. So I would never thought about getting one like that or looking in this kind of price range for one. But it's like, fuck yeah, it's worth it. I How mean, you'd probably make your money back over a few months. Uh, yeah. With but it feels like I saved so much now because it only takes it. It's like I got flowers set in there. And now it's just fucking a couple rips on this damn thing. Like fucking shit. Right. <laughs> It's very pure. And you're, I mean, because something that happens uh, if you're doing old school dab rig, which I'm not against, uh, when you have the butane torch or whatever, yeah. is uh, you'll sometimes get that bowl hot as fuck, you know, and then it goes real quick and you don't realize it. You're like, oh, that was good. But then whenever you hit this, you're like, oh, it could be better. Right. And you so. just keep hitting and like, it's like you get all your shit out of it. It doesn't waste anything. <laughs> Even when it's just sitting in the chamber, it just sits there, doesn't seep out. Like, how the fuck does it do that? <laughs> Right. They got it figured out. So um, anyway, that's our podcast recommendation this week. Um, hmm. mm-hmm. See, I was going to recommend a podcast, but I don't remember which one it was. Oh, I think so. Like, I've been listening to this podcast called Freakonomics Radio. And I think I brought it up before on here. And it's uh, very good. It's like an economics podcast. And they look at like studies of shit, you know, makes you feel all smart when you listen to it. And the most recent one is about like what's wrong with the American healthcare system, but they do it all through just kidney dialysis. And something that's crazy is like uh, if you have kidney failure and you have to be on dialysis or if you have ALS, um, those two things, no matter your age, you can get on Medicare. But like it's like there's these two exemptions. So and the way that happened was because back when like Nixon was president, uh, they brought someone on the fucking Congress floor and they did a dialysis on the Dallas machine in front of the congressman. And the people were like, this is horrible. We got to help these people. And then they like passed a bill to 
make that exemption, which I thought was crazy. So anyway, that has led to uh, it being a huge, like a huge deal, right? Like there was like 25,000 people on dialysis back in the seventies, but now there's like half a million people on dialysis because people are living longer, you know, and shit's better, but their kidneys are failing and shit. And so dialysis is basically if people that don't know, um, you go and get hooked up to this machine and then it does what your kidneys do. So like your kidneys clean your blood and shit, but your kidneys fail. So they hook you up to a machine for three or four times a week. And then it does that shit for you. And then they send you on your way. Um, it's like you have to have it. Like there's yeah. no way. I remember my grandpa doing it when we were like when we were little, just going up there, just hanging out with grandpa while he does his dialysis and shit, and hanging out with the old people. Right. <laughs> and so like back when your grandpa done it, it sounds like from your age, at that time a lot of like doctors owned them or like a community would own them or whatever, yeah, you know. It was down it was at Mercy where it was Valley View then it was like right underneath like the very bottom floor and shit. Right. And so these two <clears throat> companies since uh, in the last thirty years They've like bought up all of them. So they own like 80% of them in the country now. And so like they can kind of start setting prices and I don't yeah. know. It's just all kind of shady. And then that price gathering shit. Med- because of so many people qualify for Medicare, uh, but you have to like wait two years till your Medicare kicks in or some shit if you have private insurance. But since they do that, Medicare cuts all these deals to pay way less rates. And then they upcharge everyone else who doesn't have Medicare or who have private insurance. Like, so it's just this whole like fuck system. But they just, they really go into detail. It's a Freakonomics radio episode. To kind of just explain more or less how the just healthcare system in general works in America and like how it's so much different than everywhere else because it's like, and you can't even blame the companies. It's like they'll just make a law and someone's like, where's the loophole? There it is. And they'll make a law and it's like, where's the loophole? And it's like, well, of course they do. That's but America. Like, that's how America is. Exactly. That's everything. just how it works. And uh, I don't know. It's, it was really interesting. I listened to it, I think it was yesterday, and the whole town was like, fuck, I think everyone should probably listen to this. Right. It's that good. It's very badass, fine loopholes and like, you know, all this shit. Especially with everything going on now with that stimulus shit. And like, you just find right. all kinds of loopholes. It's pretty badass. Just get your knowledge and shit. It's like, well, let's do this shit. <laughs> I know. I need a. <laughs> I've been needing to LLC some shit around here so I can, you know, write off all this shit. Uh-huh. I just don't know if I, let's say if I LLC'd uh, my Resin Bowl records, which I really want to do because I can also pronounce it as Resin Bowl Records uh-huh. and I can cover the podcast would be spelled the same, right? It's like, haha, interesting. Um, but I don't know if I can sell all this to me. Like, can like me, Resin Bowl, buy it off of me, you know, A to the Mo or whatever. And like, I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. Or if they'll be like, no, you can't do that shit. You, well, you just got to look into it now. That's what you got. <laughs> you got your question. Now you got to find your answer. Well, first you got to LLC some shit. I know that costs money. And so I'm just kind of debating of like, do I make enough money doing this to make it worth it? Like, I don't know. I don't know any of this. And I would get our homie Taylor over here, but he'll try to fucking charge me for fucking business advice or some shit. Cause he's a real accountant. So I need homies that would give me advice, not fucking professionals. You know, well, yeah, just catch one of his off hours and he's like, let's chill and talk. <laughs> um, buddy to buddy. Oh, another thing you might know about Snappy's been real, uh, no offense, disappointing in this whole he doesn't check his phone, doesn't watch news, doesn't watch TV anymore. And so he comes over and he doesn't know anything that's going on. And then uh, he didn't know at all about this Deshaun Watson shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then it's like all over the news. Uh, um, but it's up to like 22 women now. now 22. <laughs> and uh, keeps going up. I, I think the last time I brought it up, I seemed kind of dismissive of like, I don't believe them because it's civil suits and it all happened right when he requested a trade. But I mean, yeah, for sure. They're, 
I think something that's definitely stuck out, and I didn't really think about it until I heard some football players say it, is like, no one has 22 masseuses. Like, that just doesn't have, like, right. if you're in a city, you get like one, maybe, you know, max three or four, right? That you, ha- you have a good relationship with because you're famous in the city. Mm. And, you know, then you work with those people, you know, they're like, that you just says this is weird. So it is strange that this many women have even massaged him in the first place. All right. Well, we might have had a, a massage fetty. You never know what's going on with them. Right. <laughs> just hopping around, just was so like going to bitches' houses and shit. It's like, well, he came to my house. He's like, you doing at your house? You're like, what? Yeah, it's very <laughs> weird. Now, um, I do some of this kind of sees like now. I think sex work should completely be legal. You know, like I'm not only people that think prostitution should be illegal. I think, I mean, yeah, if you're consenting adults, it's safer for it to be legal than it is for it to be illegal, and then you have to deal with, uh, you know, the dangers that would come with the criminal activity. Um, but to me, it also kind of seems like these women basically prostituted themselves out in some way, right? Even like I, most stories are like he pressured me into or he asked me to do this or then he jacked off on or whatever but like some of them like came back or they did it again or it's like so basically sold their services which again i think should be legal but in it isn't right now right and now they're <laughs> like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna civil sue him even though i committed a crime with him of doing sexual favors for money which is illegal in almost you know most counties in, in the u.s so it's just got a lot of layers and everyone just wants to be like, oh, he's a horrible person. I'm not saying he's is or isn't. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But, but uh, when it comes to something like that, when women are saying something like that, that guy, oh, the guy always seems like seems guilty already, man. Right. <laughs> it's always bad. And I know this sounds like, let's say he is clearly innocent. But once they got 22 women to, if your theory is lie about him, then like, fuck. There's a lot of money behind that then. To get 22 people to lie. But that's what everyone thought about Donald Trump, too. Like. Whenever he had all those women with the allegations of sexual stuff, you know, they'd be like, yeah, because the Democrats are paying them. And you're like, okay, you think they're paying all of them? Like, yeah. You're like, all right. You know, but that's I mean, people will convince themselves of anything. Right. I'm sure you may have seen because you've been a lot of time on the Internet in the early mornings uh, like I do. uh, The video of the woman filming her mother or mother-in-law, whoever it was, who believed Donald Trump is still president. And she was like, he is still president. Joe Biden's not real. This is all fake. And, you know, it was like a lot of people are like, this. <laughs> they're like, going like this with this shit. Yeah. And they're like, they'll believe anything, man. Don't give a fuck. I, uh, me and Kubi were watching really more me. There's this QAnon documentary on HBO Max. And I got so excited because I didn't know it existed. And I watched the first four episodes straight. And it kind of really goes into it and explains like, you know, this the shit behind it but apparently the last episode they find where who created it and it's like someone in another country and it sounds kind of similar to my theory the whole time of like someone clearly just making shit up to get people riled up you know and they're trying something mm-hmm. you know what about this what about that so i have to watch the last however many episodes there might only be one or two um to get to the bottom of it but i would recommend it it's just in i'll, I'll really like documentaries these days you know i've really liked podcasts lately that are like trying to teach you something well yeah you seem like you got a lot of knowledge you seem like it's working too like you just go all these facts come out of nowhere without some shit hey do you know this how about this right like, like earlier we were watching a family feud and they were like what's the name of uh <laughs> what or what uh occupation would be called ambulance chasers unlike attorneys and then yeah. you're like what i was like how do you not know that to me i'm like i don't know but i watch and read a lot of shit so i was just thinking about that nightcrawler movie like motherfuckers chasing the chasing the ambulance downs and chasing the wrecks and shit get the action shots and shit i don't think but, i've seen that um guy was named the guy goslin 
Uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Fucking shitty cornerback from Remember the Titans. <laughs> I know the one. <laughs> um, all right, I don't have much else. I don't know who else will be on the next episode. Uh, I have a couple. Of, I really I have plans for someone to call in tomorrow, but it's someone that has missed before, uh-huh. you know, and so I just don't want to. I need to figure out a backup. You know, that's what I need to do. And I can't have you on twice. I really um, we do have a best of episode, like I said, with, with powwow, actually, at the end of this week. Right. So people remember or people. If you remember back when we recorded that, that's been a while back, man. <laughs> it was. I don't even remember really what songs are on it. I remember yeah. it was pretty fun, but it always is with powwow. He's got yeah. a lot of energy uh, for people. You know, we have a lot of newer listeners. I mentioned powwow a lot. Uh, he was my roommate in college and best friend. I would say we met at nerd camp, um, which I need to talk more about nerd camp again. I used to a lot and I think about it from time to time, but don't talk about it as much these days. And I may I could get powwow on if I had to, he's always you normally know, squeeze him in somewhere. Um, well anyway, so powwow came down and, uh, He's a bunch of laughs and, and jolliness normally. Yep. So, yeah, a lot of yups and shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we had a good time that day. For and sure. if I remember correctly, that was like, oh, no, we're in song four. And Powell's like, I'm going to order some Uber Eats. Y'all want to do some Uber Eats? <laughs> right. Or Dash or whatever it was. And uh, some Mexican food. We ordered some Mexican food and it was so good. But it's the only time we've literally took a break in the middle of a podcast. Right. And then come back. And I was like, I hope it doesn't sound too obvious that like <laughs> we had like a 30 minute Mexican fiesta. I know, man. This shit was so bomb. <laughs> it was. I mentioned all the time to keep him like, fuck, I need to get DoorDash, I guess. Which I mean, now everything's back open. So yeah, just, it's uh, so expensive too. I was like, man, I was ready to get that shit. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, and I was driving over there and get it. Like, yeah. I was like, no, man. Uh, He's he's rich, you know. He's fucking right. rich people. That's what I happens. know, man. All right, man. Uh, well, what do you got? Anything? I know your oldest uh, just started t-ball coach pitch. What is he in? Uh, yeah, he's in a kid. Well, I guess we kid pitch like uh, peewees. Uh, is that like we nine, call it? nine, nine. You we so call it peewees. God damn it! Hey, fuck, I don't know. They when I was growing it. up, it went t-ball coach pitch peewees midgets. No, it ain't none of that shit. Yeah, he probably couldn't call it midgets anymore. <laughs> uh, and then after that, maybe it was the oh God, no, we're nine, we're nine you. No, you're not nine, nine kids. you kids. Right <laughs> and uh, does is he shorter than all of his friends? No, uh, no. I've They're, always been curious because you know his mother's very short. Emma's the shortest one. Emma's got her height for sure. Right, her height, her build, my looks. <laughs> yeah, she's got those sleepy eyes. Hell um, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh. So I was just curious if he was short because that would help with the strike zone, you know, for the kid pitch. I mean, nah, he he got pretty, he's pretty good size for his age. I say he's pretty good with everybody else. Right. Uh, I know he's like he's on a really good team, right? Like they do like travel and shit. And well, yeah, they all well now it's a different team. Oh. And so when they were younger, there's a they're all all over the place, but they're getting there. I mean, they can see their improvement because they're older and they're starting to hit and doing all this extra shit. You see their improvement, so. This growth as kid to see him grow up and playing. <laughs> right. Fuck, it sucks that baseball's so boring. Um, right, man. It's just not fun to watch. It was okay to play, but I it's just not enjoyable to watch to me. Baseball moms make it fun. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all crazy. Yeah. Uh Pow Wow tells stories about how because Pow played 
He got he came to college and played baseball for like two weeks and was like, fuck it, I'm partying and quit. Right. Um, but you know, he was really good at baseball. And his right. mom was, you know, a baseball mom who was yelling at reps and her <laughs> umps, I guess what they are in baseball. It was like, going crazy. like Tony over kind of yell at Eric. He's like, man, this, this, don't you listen to her. Did she play ball? No. Why are you listen to her for then? Like, shoot. <laughs> I will say, like, uh, there's some things sometimes I'm like, fuck, my parents, I wish were cooler in this way or that way. Um, I really enjoyed the way my parents were with sports because they didn't give a fuck about them. Right. Like there was no like they didn't care if I played. They didn't tell me to play. And then whenever we played games, my mom would like clap and cheer for me. But she wasn't like, yeah, embarrassingly loud. You know, like I had friends who had moms that were like, oh, my God, I'm glad I'm not so and so. And then my dad barely came to shit. Not because he was like. Uh, not around he was just like working and shit you know it's like right. he wouldn't always go and he didn't care watch any sports so he wouldn't even be able to fucking tell you what the fuck was going on right <laughs> and so I, and i didn't ask him to i i would enjoy going to a home away game mm-hmm. and my parents weren't there and then i got to ride the bus home with like the few of us whose parents didn't take them home you know like i enjoyed that i thought that was very fun <laughs> um but other people be like no i'm riding home with my mom and i'm like you're want to ride in the back of the, your mom's car after you fucking play a football game? Like, no, thank you. You're right. Like, it was way different. <laughs> Sometimes riding back with friends and shit, like, nah, I don't want to do this. It's so weird. Yeah, it's like, I'll get on the bus and fuck, put on the old uh, burnt CDs and the Walkman or whatever. Right, and stretch the fuck out. <laughs> Just having a good time. Um, also, I got to promote um, I Have Internet Friends 3 album coming out April 23rd. So everyone get super excited for that uh i don't really know how to promote anything i've looked into maybe buying ads but they don't guarantee anything and you know i don't know i could just straight up buy plays for the album on spotify playlist and shit but that seems kind of weird too i don't uh so i don't know really what i'm gonna do with it i just keep talking about it and hope people He's got check so many it out. ideas man you just kind of run through them right <laughs> uh you'll find one but the songs are pretty good skinny's heard i think all of them really what so uh, he can vouch for it, and everyone else. I'm uh, definitely banging it in the on the new system. Hell yeah! So everyone else, y'all just y'all be ready. You can at uh for me in Central Time Zone on April 22nd at 11 p.m. It'll actually be out. So it's at midnight <laughs> on the 23rd New York City time is what it's New says. York City. Exactly. Get a rope. <laughs> Uh, love pecani sauce <laughs> right man <laughs> alright peace man peace
the moment makes beats.